everyone and welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I'm your host, the Coupon Queen Pen. You know guys, it is time for another recap of Commit or Quit. And this time we're talking Shinika and Corey. So let's take a moment out and we'll be right back guys we're back with commit or quit this is episode seven shinika and corey now we introduced you to this couple in episode six because you know that they the way things are done you get introduced to a, a new couple every episode even though that's not the main couple of the episode so Shanika and Corey are actually a week away from their wedding. And they seem to be having some big trouble. Now, this one was a bit confusing for me because I'm saying to myself, okay, how are you a week away from your wedding and you are in need of counseling the to the point where you're thinking about breaking up. Now, what did you actually think about this couple when you first heard about them? I thought that was odd, but um, I this couple, they just, they, on one hand, they seem like they kind of connect on some level, like there, there is something between them, but when they you hear them talking it, it it just threw me off a lot i guess i don't know they seem to be on like they they didn't almost look good together sort of kind of as a couple and it seemed like i'm like what what's the connection between the two of them right because as the one thing that got me was as judge lynn is talking to them she finds out that one of the things is Shanika's never met Corey's children or some of the people in his family. And I'm going, wait, what? How are you marrying someone and like literally marrying? This is not a joke. They're not playing at it. And you're not meeting, you're not meeting the most important people in his life. And that seemed odd because it seemed like they had been together for like several years. That was, I thought the number that I heard was like, they've been together for at least seven years and on and off and like they knew each other before and then they got back together again. And also like just for, they, they just didn't seem to be on a wavelength with each other on just like a lot of like basic things. Right, right. And like uh, said, with the career. Yeah, it was super weird to me because I'm like, ugh, how, how, how is this working? Like she kept saying, oh, I didn't know you felt that way about my career, about, you know, what I have to do because I'm in a male dominant field or what have you. It just, I don't know. Yeah, because one of the things that came up for this couple was um, a guy approaching her and 
him getting mad while they were out on a date. And she goes, now, the thing was, because she is a radio personality, um, she was hosting this event. So her thing is to keep clients and sponsors and donors happy. And sometimes when you're doing these events, you know, as well as I know, sometimes you don't know who's who or who knows who. And this can make and or break your your relationship with a sponsor or a donor or, you know, a potential sponsor or donor. So what she was trying to do was kind of like read the room. And when she realized that, you know, Corey had gotten into a fight or some sort of some sort of something with this guy, she goes over to the guy and buys him a drink. And Corey, of course, is upset because he's feeling like I'm your man. You should have been sticking by me. But she's trying to read the room and, you know, she's hosting this event. She can't afford to lose out on sponsorships and donors and whatever, because that's how she makes her money. So she was just like, it was, it was that, you know, and a lot of this is leaving a bad taste in Corey's mouth. So he's not, he's not too happy with it, but the one, go ahead. The cooking thing between them as well. It, it just seems like either like they've been passive aggressive with each other or they're just, they haven't created a rhythm in terms of communication because just uh, numerous basic things that just they're not on the same page on or they fit they oh I didn't know you felt that way oh I didn't know you felt that way it's like how do you live with each with each other for an extended period of time and not know some of these you know kind of fundamentals Right. It seems like they're not really communicating at all and not even to the point where they're just not communicating, almost to the point where they're not talking. And it's like, whoa, okay, well, how is this working for the two of you if you're not talking to each other? But yeah, so I don't know. These two were like really confusing for me. But the thing is, Corey also has a huge secret, which we were introduced to in, again, episode six, but we're not, we don't really find out what the secret is until this episode where he actually tells Judge Lynn once they get apart, because remember, she interviews the couples together and then she interviews them separately. So when she does Corey's interview, she finds out that he has a child. He has a child that he absolutely has not told Shanika about. Um, And it seems as though this child may be older than his twins. So... You know, this is going to cause a problem because he kind of knew about this kid, but at the same time kind of didn't, or I don't know whether he put it out of his mind. 
And this was, to me, this was a bigger thing than, because the, the thing is she knew about his children. She knew about the twins. She knew about other family members, but she had no clue about this love child, so to speak. So this was going to hit her like a bombshell. And it was one of those things of he never said anything. So which for a couple that's already having problems with communication, this could potentially break their relationship. Now, how how did you take him telling Judge Lynn that? I was like, and then Judge Lynn confirmed, oh, so that's why I'm here to help, you know, you break the secret. And Judge Lynn was like, you know, I'm going to make you tell her, right? And he was like, yeah, I know. But he needed that that nudging to really bring it up to her. It, it was a very odd situation because uh, the the child that he didn't mention seems to have been older than um you know the kids that he claimed and i think he said he had only known about this possibility for like a year or so um before they were getting married he didn't know about the kid you know when they started the relationship so it wasn't like something and he said he was just processing it and after a while he just didn't know how to bring it up and he didn't know how she would react Right. But I, I just simply find it strange because I and I've always found it strange. Now, I know that sometimes children, especially if they don't know their their other parent, will ask about the other parent and want to get to know the other parent. But to me, it's like, OK. The child is about from what we're understanding, 19 years old, why? Unless he was went looking for his father. You know, why bring it up now? Right. That that That's always seemed like a strange thing. I mean, of course you don't want a, a person walking up on your doorstep and saying, hey, I found you, you're my dad. But it just seems very odd to me to kind of make the introduction when the child turned 18. You know, so, and and I feel like, in other words, because, see, to me, my thing is, if he would have known about this child 18 years ago, that's something to say, okay, you know what, I, I'm, I'm holding a secret. But if you found out about this child a year ago, the same way you got ambushed with finding out that you had a child that you didn't know was out there, you could have said, hey, you know what, I just found out I had a kid. I didn't know was out there. And I don't even think that she would have taken it that bad or badly then, because to me, this is something they could have gotten through together. Yeah, I think so as well. But I feel like I, I don't, because as we established earlier, it seemed like they held a lot in, like they just weren't talking. There was a lot of, I didn't know that about you. Oh, I didn't know that about you, you know, and still trying to figure each other out, even though, you know, they're 
marriage, you know, their wedding day, the nuptials are approaching. So right, right. That 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 seemed to be I, I think it was just kind of that unknowing for Corey where he was like he didn't trust the relationship because the communication was so spotty. So he's like, Oh, I don't want to lose her. This is big news and still trying to figure out, you know, what's going on because it's like, oh, is this really my kid? I don't I'm not sure, you know, and everything else. So I I agree. I think it was something that they could have worked through if the communication had been better with them initially. Oh, definitely. Definitely. They definitely could have worked through this. It uh, I, I I just don't get I don't get the, you know, the whole the whole holding it in, but you know, again, like you said, this is a couple that doesn't really talk um and when she finds out the information of course she's floored she doesn't know what to say she doesn't know what to do like they were already here on other issues with that so to to find out that she you know she's finding out something basically new this is problematic. Especially so close to the the wedding day. Right, because remember, when they call Judge Lynn, they are a week out. So they literally have seven days until they are married. So, and it's going to be a wedding because of her industry connections and, you know, has right, to work. Right, because, I mean, this is, she's, she's from, what they're, they're in Atlanta, and we're finding out that She's a huge radio personality in Atlanta. So this is like, you know, this is no, no, just fly by night thing. This is not just anybody's wedding. I mean, yeah, they, they, they said that they're having a small wedding, but this is not just, you know, it's it's like you know, uh, to them this is a huge celebrity. I mean, we all have place. Every place has their own local celebrities where celebrities will show up to the wedding. So she has to hold, either keep it on or call it off, something. But she can't just be in limbo all this time. Exactly, they're up against the clock for these issues to kind of emerge. And then they kind of start talking and she works through them and she's really just asking the question, why didn't you just tell me sooner? Right, which actually I was surprised with her reaction. Like she she had the anger moments, but, you know, I was glad to see her actually have that conversation where he is explaining himself and he's explaining not only himself but how he feels and she's listening because sometimes I think one of the things is we can get so angry that we're not paying attention to the fact that the other person is hurting too we're not paying attention to the fact that hey he, 
this is information that he just received and he's not receiving it well. And there's a part of him that's saying, hey, I, I wish I was there. I wish I knew this. I wish I knew that. And, and that's the thing. So she was actually able to get a little bit past her hurt and say, hey, let's talk about this. Let's have a real conversation. You know, and I, I think that was that was a turning point for them. Because one of the things was also, you know, I think to me, one of the things that really seemed like, and correct me if I'm wrong, Pete, is it seemed like they were living two separate lives in the same household. Yeah, that's the way it seemed to me as well. It was very odd and it was hard for them to kind of fit into each other's careers. Like, you know, uh, Corey is like a truck driver and, you know, he kind of had the expectation. I want the house to be cleaned because it actually sounded like they moved into his house. Like, you know, maybe from a, a financial standpoint, they're making around the same amount, amount of right, money. Because but believe it, it or not, ladies, weird. truck drivers make a pretty good amount of money. They're just on the road a lot. Right. So it, I, I don't think that it was a month. Like, in other words, financially made a, a sense for them, like you said, to move in together. Right. But, it was just but, the cultures of, yeah. you know, their careers. Yeah. Because he's used to, and I think that was, that was something for him because really most people don't realize that truck drivers are used to being alone on the road for hours on end. You know, even if they do have a family at home, they're used to being doing everything by themselves for not even hours, but like possibly sometimes days, weeks, you know, depending upon where they're driving to. So he may have been used to kind of dealing, you know, having this semi-single life that doesn't involve her for days at a time. Whereas she, on the other hand, being in the entertainment industry is always around people, but she's always around strangers. She has to entertain strangers and different people and meet people and all of this stuff all the time. So you're talking about two, like you said, two different culture clashes, which makes a huge, huge difference. I just, I just think that, you know, they, they, I think to me, one of the things was they didn't do the basic talking, like, you know, this is the expectation. This is what I really want. Now they really love each other. You can tell they love each other, but the basics weren't there. And I think that's what Judge Lynn really had to work through because somehow they had the the we can stay together part going, but it was just like, and even that made me wonder like how how do you how do you have that with having a lot of lack of communication? That was odd to me too. I, I almost felt like she thought canceling her wedding would be bad for her career or it wasn't a good option for her overall. 
And so she, I think she kind of almost forgave him so that they could just continue with the wedding. Because I just think like we were saying, they almost seem like they live two separate lives because it was just very odd that she had, if they've lived together for years, right? How could you not ever meet his kids? And, and when we see him with his kids, it seems like they have a close relationship. Right. Because we actually finally get to see his kids at the wedding and they seem to really be hitting it off you know so it's not like he's estranged from his children it's not like he never gets to see his children it seems like they have a really good rapport so why hasn't she and it and and the thing is they're in the wedding so they obviously know about her you know, the mother seems to be comfortable enough with them being in the wedding. So, I don't know. It's it's just very strange to me. Very strange. That, I, I, that just never set right. And it was like, how did that not happen? How can you, why, I mean, and I, it almost seems like they, they don't have the kids talk, like, does do we know if uh Shanika wants kids? <laughs> like Right. They didn't it, have the kid talk. I mean, and and then to me for them not to get along, the other thing is how do you know how she's gonna get along with your children? Exactly. It was I think that I think that's the other thing is because you're coming I, I think that was the crazy thing is he's coming as a package deal. Let's be real. Anybody dating someone or in a relationship with someone with children, this person is coming as a package deal. And I have seen this where the significant other doesn't get along. Like, how can I put it? There's nothing really wrong, but the significant other does not get along with the person's child they love the person but they don't get along and it makes things odd in the household it just makes things really really odd you know like then either the child's not coming over or the child doesn't want to come over when they're supposed to visit and a lot of people don't understand this like you know if your child won't come to your house or doesn't want to be in the house when your significant other is there, there is something off. And that's not to say that- Inspired at, at some point. Yeah. And and that's, that's really what it is. It's like, you know- and and sometimes you have to you really have to figure that out because that's just like super duper weird. Super duper weird. So to me, like I said, how do you know how she's gonna get along if she the first time she's meeting them is at the wedding? You know, we don't we don't know how she is as a parent. They don't have children together. It doesn't appear that she has any children. So I don't know. But yeah, so 
eventually these two actually do get it together. They get it together and it seems like, you know, Judge Lynn is happy with the progress they've made. And because their wedding is so close, she agrees to marry them at their ceremony. She doesn't do the on-the-spot wedding. She hands them back their marriage license. And she says she will sign. No, she holds on to the marriage license and says she will sign it at the wedding. So, you know, and again, because Shanika is a radio personality, we see people like Phaedra Parks. We see, you know, a lot of other well-known reality stars, radio personalities. So this is no fly-by-night wedding. It was a small, it was small, a small wedding, but it was no fly-by-night wedding. And it was definitely beautiful. So kudos to the bride and groom. I'm just not sure how the rest of this is going to go because like I said, her meeting those children at the wedding. Uh, I'm not, I'm not set on that one, but yeah. So what, what, what are your thoughts on this couple all overall? Pete? I think um, this couple, for me, I kind of understood where she was coming from because it does seem like the love is, it's there, but it's hard to understand why it's there. So I would say, but the, just the communication between them was just so odd. It, it kind of threw me off. So I almost wanted to say this couple would be a quit, but I do understand why Judge Lynn kind of ruled in a different way. What about you? Oh, I definitely understood. Like I said, it seems like after a while they kind of got things together. I just hope that it keeps on that same path because it seems like there is a lot that they have to learn about each other, especially now entering into a marriage. But with the communication already being rocky, you know, they have to learn and grow together. So, yeah. But guys, let us know what you thought about this episode. If you have not watched it, definitely check it out. Oh my gosh, it is on demand and it is, it's on We TV. So you can definitely check it out and see what we're talking about. Go back and look at episode seven, Shanika and Corey. Um... And let us know if you agree with what we're saying with the communication, with her meeting the kids, with the secrets, you know. So, yeah. But as always, guys, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and happy shopping. Guys, do you think that this was 
actually a commit situation or do you think they should have quit or even waited, postponed, and gotten some counseling? Let us know what you think of the episode. You can reach me either through Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, or Instagram, or even leave me a message on Anchor. As always, guys, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and happy shopping.